Welcome to the Dr. Mudgill Podcast. This is episode 117. We are in the middle of February here. Uh, very exciting, eventful week here in New York. We had uh, our first major snowfall in a very, very long time. So much so that the schools were closed on Tuesday, and my kids were just so excited about that. Um, they actually found out that schools were closed like early Monday evening, so you know they were just all psyched up. They could stay up late. Uh, my boys gamed into the wee hours like they what like they like to do, you know, uh, too much chagrin. But you know, it's hard hard to stop them from doing it. Um, and uh, they had their first snow day in a really long time. Um, you know, I for one used to absolutely love the snow, and now I just absolutely hate it because uh, I was huge parking lot in my office in Long Island and it cost me a fortune to plow and salt the parking lot and the stairways and you know I get charged basically by the inch and you know the, the folks that maintain uh, the parking lot have to come back several times so I'm just a really just I I'd really not anticipating seeing the bill for this one but um Nonetheless, it was it was a beautiful it was a beautiful day. It was beautiful to see the snow. Um, our offices were actually open. You know, I'd say probably like fifty or sixty percent of our patients ventured uh, and uh, you know came into the office despite the roads being terrible. And uh, we had a you know fairly busy but very relaxing day in the office. It wasn't very chaotic at all. Um, Valentine's Day was this week. Uh, my wife and I celebrated Valentine's Day by working. I was uh, in my New York City office, and my wife was here in our Long Island office. Uh, but we regrouped uh, at night, and um, it was nice. You know, it's uh, Valentine's Day is always a nice day to acknowledge the ones we love, and uh, I'm very grateful to have my wife in my life. Um, we'll be married 20 years this year. So it flies by, and uh, the kids are just kind of wrapping up this week of school, and they're off next week. So we're going to try to sneak away. Uh, into the sun for a few days and looking forward to that rest and relaxation. Um, so that's what's going on here in New York. Um, so back to the task at hand. Um, so this podcast is actually inspired by a text exchange I was having with one of my close friends this morning, um, someone who I respect and admire. And, um, you know, I thought I'd share some of that with you guys. Um, in an effort to hopefully motivate and inspire. You know, this is the time of year where folks, you know, tend to lose some steam with uh, their uh, New Year's resolutions. You know, things are starting to peter out and, you know, folks may be hitting a plateau or brick wall. That is frustrating. And uh, that's kind of like the gist of the text conversation I was having with my patient. I'm not patient, sorry, my, my friend. Um, so he was basically a uh, super successful, super motivated, super disciplined guy. Um, and he's been on a fitness journey for several years, as have I, as you know. And uh, he was texting me that, you know, he's hit a plateau, he's frustrated. And, uh, you know, he tracks his data, I mean, incredibly meticulously. All sorts of spreadsheets and, you know, his macronutrients are dialed in. And he sent me all this data. So he sent me, like, you know, what he's been, what his macronutrient breakout, breakdown is, how many grams of protein, how many grams of carbs, how many grams of fat he's consuming. Uh, he also has meticulous charts of his uh, body mass index, what percentage body fat he is, what percentage of his mass is muscle, et cetera. I mean, this is real detailed stuff. 
and uh, I was really impressed. Actually, I was uh, I was somewhat embarrassed that my record keeping doesn't even compare to to, to his. Uh, but he's a data guy. You know, he's all about data and his businesses and all the things that he does. Um, and I admire that. I admire that level of attention to detail. Um, it just I was actually quite impressed by it, to be honest with you. Um, but basically, the gist of the conversation was he's been like really trying to work on body recomposition. So basically trying to reduce his percentage of body fat, increase his percentage of lean uh, muscle mass, and uh, while kind of maintaining the same weight. And it's a hard thing to do, actually. It's something that I've actually learned is a very hard thing to do. Um, but anyways, uh, he hit a plateau. He sent me all this data, and he said, hey, can you just take a look at this and let me know what your thoughts are? Um, to which I said, listen, you probably shouldn't be listening to me. I'm not a fitness expert. I'm not a nutritionist, but uh, I'll take a look, and I'll let you know what my thoughts are. I have been doing this a little while and uh, you know, may have a suggestion or two, which you should take with a grain of salt. But I looked through everything, and I gave him you know, a couple of things that have worked for me in the past. Um, he's also going to consult with his fitness professional, which is what I really recommend he do because his fitness professional, who I know well, uh, certainly is much more knowledgeable with the stuff than I am. Um, but anyways, our last exchange, the last thing that he said to me was, being disciplined with no results blows, to which I responded, it's part of the old process. And, um, you know, when I was thinking back at this conversation, like I was thinking about him, like with all this data, you know, all these charts, all this information at his fingertips, he's on the inside looking out of the situation. So he's plugging away, he, you know, he's basically eating the same stuff for, you know, every day more or less. He's tracking his macronutrients very meticulously. He's tracking his exercise, how many steps he's getting a day. I mean, he has all of the data, like an impressive amount of data in front of him. But he's living on this plateau. He's stuck and he's getting frustrated. He's on the inside of the situation looking out. I'm on the outside looking in, and I was just, you know, a mesmerized by how much data he has and, you know, how meticulous his record keeping is. And um, for me, I was like, wow, you know, you have all of this information at your fingertips. You know exactly what you've been doing for the last, I mean, I'm not sure how long he's been doing this, probably for years, uh, but at this level, maybe for six months, a year, I'm not exactly sure how long, but he's got so much data there that I was like, you know, if you kind of just, you have all this information, if you manipulate this a little bit, just, you know, change one variable, like maybe, you know, decrease your carbs a little bit, increase your fat a little bit, or, you know, maybe just increase your calories from 13 calories a pound to 15 calories a pound so you can really fuel more muscle growth which in turn will hopefully stimulate your metabolism a bit and help you burn more fat. You know, little things that I, that I you know, saw in the data um, that I recommended to him. Um, but it had me thinking, you know, th this is a guy who obviously believes in the process. You know, he's tracking everything meticulously, but he's, he's getting frustrated with the process because he has been very disciplined, not seeing change, and that quote-unquote blows, which I get. Um, but... What I was reminded of was the phrase that, you know, the darkest hour is just before dawn. Like, you know, he's literally at the precipice of making some tremendous breakthrough in his physique. He just probably has to tweak one little thing uh, in all of this data that he's been accumulating, all the things that he's tracking on his fitness journey. It just seems like, you know, maybe just one little tweak and, you know, in four to six weeks, he may see a dramatic shift and, and much more progress towards his goal. And um, just, you know, the darkest hour actually is not just before dawn. By the way, I did Google that to look it up because I was curious. Uh, but I do love that phrase. You know, like just when you're at the cusp of breaking through, a lot of folks will give up. 
you know, there's this old like uh, meme that where someone's like digging for gold and they're like just about to get there, but they give up when there's like an inch of soil left before they hit all that gold. Um, you know, it's just so true in all aspects of life. And, um, you know, I'm very confident that my friend will make a tweak and he'll just get set back on the right path. Um, but the mindset that he has, I just love, you know, he's really, a t he has a goal. He's been working at it. He's kind of stifled, you know, living on this plateau and he's like really just exhausting all of his resources to see, Hey, how can I get off of this plateau? And that really is what the path to success is in everything. You know, you kind of like have this, you know, ascent and then you're on this plateau and then you may like drop down a little bit, then you kind of raise back up, and then you hit another plateau. Then you have to make more tweaks, you know, look at all the data, make adjustments, you know, make more tweaks, and then you know, you kind of can get off of that plateau and elevate a little bit. That's just the story of life. No one's path is like straight up, you know. There's always like, you know, up, a little down, a little plateau, a little up, a little plateau, maybe up from there, maybe a little down and then up. You know, that's just, you know, when you look at this. The, course, the progress over the course of a very long period, it'll look more like it's just an ascent up. But when you really kind of like dive in, zoom in on like, you know, a year period or a several month period, you may see it actually dropping down, you know, rather than rising up. Uh, but it's all part of the old process. Like I always say, you have to trust and embrace the process. You know, once you have all of, I mean, it's impressive how much data he has. When you're tracking your data and you have all that in front of you, it's very easy to manipulate that, and make a change, because you know exactly what your change is. It's not like five moving parts. He can literally make, you know, everything's been static. He can make one adjustment, just change one of the parts, move it in one direction, you know, up or down, and give it a few weeks and see what happens. See if that's what moves the needle for him. Um, just as like a total side note, like you know, one of the things that I've learned in my fitness journey. Is the only thing that matters is how much muscle you have on your body. You know, muscle is the engine of your body. It really is what enables you to metabolize your food better. Um, you know, your baseline metabolic rate is higher. You just burn more calories at rest. And, uh, you know, so for me, it's, you know, I used to track all my data in very much the same way. Uh, but now, really, my data, I weigh myself every morning so I know what I'm weighing. I actually start to stress out and panic when my weight goes down. I like to either stay the same or right now I'm trying to get put on some more mass. So I like the scale to move up. And the second um, you know, piece of data that I use is what I look like with my shirt off. So as long as I'm like, you know, getting more muscle mass and, you know, not looking flabbier, um, you're just maintaining some level of definition, um, then I know I'm moving in the right direction. So I know I'm like putting on muscle and not putting on fat. Um, so anyway, and whatever works, like that's what just now, that's what you know, really is the simplest and what works the best for me. It's something I check in every day. I weigh myself every morning while I'm brushing my teeth. I just do like a physique check while, while I'm working out or after I get out of the shower, whatever the case may be. Um, and, you know, depending on what my goal is, if I'm bulking, which I'm doing now, I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm doing that appropriately. You know, the, the scale is moving in the right direction. Or if I'm cutting, you know, the same thing, like the scale is moving down and I'm also not losing muscle mass. You know, again, muscle is the key thing that I want to maintain and also, you know, develop more of um, because the more you have, just the more efficiently your body works. It's actually, I was explaining to my friend that, you know, I actually got up, I'm about like 210-ish now. But in my last bulk, I actually got up to 226 and, you know, it's massive. I mean, for me, I was, you know, the biggest I've ever been. Um, 
but you know, once I stopped, I, you know, I had a lot of muscle mass on me too when I was that big. But as soon as I cut my calories down, like literally within a matter of like a month, I went from like 226 to like one to like 206, and then soon after that to 196. You know, because I had so much muscle on my body, my body was working so efficiently, just manipulating my calories really made such a huge change in my body composition. So um, again, I don't know if that's what's going to work for my friend or what's going to work for anyone else out there. But for me, that's kind of what I've realized on my fitness journey. You know, the key is maintaining your muscle mass with resistance training and then just manipulating calories. Um, and I'm very much like my friend. I eat the same stuff every day, you know, each, you know, like Monday and Wednesday I have the same meals, Tuesday and Thursday I essentially have the same meals and Friday I have the same meal and on the weekends I'll kind of like have the same lunch every day. But, you know, I've, when I'm with my family, I give myself a little bit more flexibility, but all of us, you know, and really the key is accumulating data and then, you know, just seeing how your body reacts to it and then manipulating it a bit. And if anyone is going to be successful in doing this, it's going to be my buddy who I was texting with because he's got lots of data at his fingertips. So with that, I hope you all have a wonderful restful weekend. Some of you I know probably have a long weekend coming up with President's Day uh, next week. So I hope you enjoy that rest and recharge. are just ready to crush the week ahead. Remember, um, you know, setting goals is all about setting a smart goal, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely, and then setting up a process that allows you to get to that goal, and then trusting the process. When you feel like your process has led you to a plateau, then you make a tweak and adjust your process so you can maintain forward momentum. So with that, let's get it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The full video for this podcast can be found on either YouTube or Facebook. Let's get it.